The pioneering jazz musician Dave Brubeck died today of heart failure. He was one day shy of his 92nd birthday. Brubeck and his quartet produced a sound that helped define jazz in the 50s and 60s with pieces like Take Five, written by the group's sax player Paul Desmond. Take Five was the first jazz instrumental to sell more than a million copies. It epitomized modern jazz for a generation. Dave Brubeck's music was known all over the world. In fact, during the Cold War, he introduced his music, American music, to places that did not have diplomatic ties with the U.S. Nate Chenin is a jazz critic for the New York Times. He says Brubeck was a cultural ambassador for the United States. There was a program that was affiliated and run by the U.S. State Department, and it was basically predicated on this idea that jazz was the perfect cultural export and a great example of principles that you know America wanted to get behind, freedom, democracy. And so jazz became a major part of the campaign to essentially win hearts and minds behind the Iron Curtain and, and in other places in the world. And he actually went behind the Iron Curtain. He went to places like Russia and the USSR and Poland. That's right. In, in 1958, he actually performed in Iraq at a time that coups broke out. So, you know, these people were very much right in the thick of things. He was also traveling with Louis Armstrong. So it was kind of like uh, all stars on the road. Yeah, they did dovetail a bit. They each were sent out on these various diplomatic missions, but there was some contact. And later, Brubeck took it upon himself to write a kind of jazz opera called The Real Ambassadors, in which he, he gave Armstrong a starring role. And it was Brubeck's response to this idea that jazz was being promoted as a symbol of American democracy, but there were all these little sort of bureaucratic kinks along with the big fact of segregation still being a part of the experience at home. Well, we actually have a little taste of the real ambassadors we can offer our listeners. Let's, uh, let's listen to that. Yeah, I remember when Diz was in Greece back in 57. He did such a good job, we started sending jazz all over the world. The voice of Louis Armstrong there. Um, Nate Chinnon, what about Dave Brubeck's uh, piece, Blue Rondo a la Turk? Uh, did it have anything to do with his traveling in Turkey? You know, I've actually heard that he was inspired by Turkish musicians that he heard on the street. I'm presuming that's at home. But it very much is an instance of his picking up on, you know, world rhythms, forms that come from a non-Western point of view. The song is famously in a 9-8 meter it has a little bit of an uneven kind of lurching quality that isn't what we usually hear from mainstream Western classical music or jazz. And so it made for a really dramatic opening to the landmark album Time Out. just amazing that, first of all, he continued to tour as tirelessly and as enthusiastically as he did right up until a year or so ago. And he really never lost his passion for reaching audiences all over the world. He was one of the most sincere performers I think I've met. He really did want to be on the road and want to be bringing music to as many people as he could. 
Nate Shannon, jazz critic with the New York Times. Thanks very much for speaking to us today about Dave Brubeck. My pleasure. Brubeck's modern jazz sound also inspired artists in Jamaica, always on the hunt for new things. So here's a little treat for you listeners, a ska version of Take 5, performed in Kingston, Jamaica in 1968 by instrumentalist Val Bennett. His and our tip of the hat to the great Dave Brubeck. (laughs) 